Welcome back, everyone. Episode 28. We have Sally with us. Sweat with Sally. I fucking love it. Punch is not with us today. She is really busy and I didn't want to skip another week and I wanted to get you guys some content for this coming Monday. So I have Sally with us and we always let everyone introduce themselves, Sally, because I could introduce you and I could say, I met this chick. Okay. Everyone, I met Sally when I went to her fucking megaformer class and I thought I was literally going to die. I was like shaking. I was like, I'm never going back. This woman's crazy. She's out of control. And I think I went to three classes and then I moved to Denver. So <laughs> yes. And now you do it every day at 5.45 a.m. <laughs> no, I, I go Thursdays at 5 a.m. to transform. Oh. But tomorrow I'm going to a climbing class and LaGree. So I do it twice a week. Oh, that's I try. Good. It's so hard. Oh. So introduce yourself. Tell us all about yourself. And she's also a comedian and she looks like Lady Gaga and she's fucking amazing. And I love her. Wow. I can't introduce myself better than that. So. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Sally on Instagram. Give me a follow. I might follow you back. I own a Legree studio in. Poughkeepsie, New York, and I've dabbled in stand-up, but I've been very quiet from it, so mainly my clients have to hear my open mic jokes, and it goes really well. And but my favorite might have been, what happened to the Teresa, Judy, or the Teresa, like the Jersey Yogini video? Oh, yeah, that, that little character I did. I know, I should do more, like, fitness instructors around like the country like I could do an LA one I could do a New York one I could even do like a Miami one mm -hmm. you could do a crunchy granola Colorado one for sure I love crunchy granola <sighs> me too but <laughs> honestly like the Jersey one I can't Sally I can't tell you how many times I watched it it was so funny because it's so true I know Thank like you. the Jersey, the, oh my God. Cause I worked in Jersey for years and the, oh my God, these women, no offense. If anyone from Jersey is listening, we love you. You're loved, but you're also a lot. So a total um, lot. And I've just officially become a celebrity trainer. So what? Yeah. I've been teaching one British act actress, like four times a week on zoom and then I had a famous fashion designer come into the studio and I was teaching her and she's coming. Oh my God. That's amazing. That's I love teaching. And all of a sudden these, these women look at me and like their asses are just moving away that they didn't think they could move. And they're like, and I was like, we have potential to twerk. Everybody wow. has potential. This is true. You are like some kind of crazy though, because I can't even tell you your classes are way harder than any of, I don't even want, if anyone's listening, like Emma, if you're listening, like you're really hard. I love you. Don't stub it up. But <laughs> I swear like nothing, nothing got me like going to your class. Maybe I'm just getting stronger. I don't know. You probably are getting stronger one and two. I know a lot of teachers like they're not always comfortable pushing people past this bound, like this line. Like True. I always am walking the line. And I think that's from like gymnastics. My coach 
always pushed me a little. He pushed me sometimes too far, but I kept going back. Like I never quit. So that's what I like to do to people is, oh, let's add another 15 seconds to 30 seconds. And the move will feel like you're doing it again for the first time. And (sighs) I really always looked for that in a workout, like whether it was like hot yoga, regular yoga, Pilates, that's what I got certified in first. And I would do hit classes at Gold's Gym. And it was like fine until I would plateau or just say get bored or I started going for more of this social aspect. And then I found the mega and I found like Legree Fitness at SLT in Westchester, that SLT in Rybrook. And it was the same one. So funny. Leslie Greenwood. And then after class, I went up to her. I was like, how can I teach this? And she was like, whoa, slow down. (laughs) She's She's like, come to another class. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you have to take more classes, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, whatever. Fine. I was down in Westchester like every day taking classes. And I think that molded me into a crazy teacher because I just, I kept taking drugs. I was just like, yes, more and more. I was so addicted. And then I finally did training in the city with Bethany Myers. It was actually, she's great mentor and she's all about like body neutrality or I should say they they are they are bethany's non-binary okay so they yes they bethany is it's that's really hard for me and me i wish it's so hard but i'm great with names so i'm happy i'm great with names i agree bethany is a great mentor especially for like body positivity and body neutrality they promote such a positive message and it motivates me to be a better teacher and it was actually their last training forever because Bethany went on and started the become project and I was so lucky to get into that training because I've heard the training has gone it's not as good. Yeah. And it's hard to find good teachers. And I mean, you do once they care enough, but I liked hearing that because I was like, yes, I got Bethany right before she left. I know the teacher makes the whole, the world of difference. It's the same with yoga and your yoga um, certification. Yeah. And yeah, that I started with Bethany and then I taught at SLT in Scarsdale. I was teaching Sundays from like 8 a.m. to like 12 p.m. And they kept selling out. And I was like, let me teach more. I want to teach more. Poor boy. When he's established. Um, Yeah. So I just really. So you were selling out the house. You decided to teach more. I got addicted to teaching. I got addicted to seeing people struggle and then seeing how I can make them struggle more it's I'm a masochist (laughs) it's you're hazing them Mm -hmm. but it's out of love Mm -hmm. and then I wanted to teach more and they just didn't give me more hours and I was so frustrated and I felt like it was so political and you had to look the part 
that's how I felt a lot. If the thinner you were, the more classes you got. Even though my classes, I had 12 people on the waiting list, but to my manager at the time, it was like, there was a photo shoot and the manager was like, we just didn't pick you because, cause I asked, I was like, why wasn't I asked? And mind you, I was the size I am now. Like I'm not tiny, teeny yeah. tiny for our listeners. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm 410. Like I'm like 120 pounds. Like I'm also like 21 at the time. So I'm more like impressionable and I'm going through a lot as well mentally. I don't know what's really going on. And she goes, well, we just really want to make sure everyone looks good in the clothes. And I'm like, do we not think I look good in the clothes? I didn't say anything. And then I like called my mom and I just started crying. Because oh. oh. it back to this like 12 year old self of not fitting into a Hollister t-shirt because my back was too muscular from gymnastics. Yep. Mm-hmm. I and couldn't my- even walk in the store. Yeah. My dad would go up to like cash the cashier and just scream at him like it was his fault being like how could you do this to kids make real clothes this cheap clothing and yeah and then that's when I had the final straw I was like what do I want to do like I'm driving an hour and a half to a studio that like isn't promoting me when I'm doing good and I love it and you're changing lives and helping people And I was like, there's nothing like it in the area. So let's try it out. And I knew what I never wanted people to feel like, like Mm -hmm. on the mega, I never want them to feel like you have to look the part to be on the machine because it's not moving your body. Isn't about looking the part or it's not even about achieving to look that like flawless body or like what they like everybody categorizes like their own flawless body but that's not my intention my intention is for you to find out like how far you can push yourself and then pass that I'm just like thinking back to like my first class with you and it's just okay okay so I feel the same way like you my story lost a lot of weight like still not where I want to be because let's be real. I also like really love pizza and wine and all the things in life. And it's hard to sometimes find that balance. And then I fluctuate, get down to 140 pounds. And then I bump back up to, you know, 160 pounds and I'm not tall. I'm pretty short, but it took me a while to appreciate my body and kind of what you were saying. I had to stop thinking I needed to look the part. I had to just start going and trusting that I was going for the right reasons to get stronger, to, you know, better myself. Like you never once made me feel uncomfortable. You were like, you turn off your mic. You'd be like, oh, here's your pole. If you need assistance, like a little bit of like balance help, then you'd get back on and start yelling at everyone. And, or I'd be struggling and you're like, just modified, drop your knees or just keep going. Like you can do this. And It's really inspirational. And I think that if you are in Dutchess County and if you're a listener of ours, definitely go. You are the only Legree studio, aren't you? In a 60 mile radius? Yes. I am the only Legree studio. I think the closest one is like Armonk, Mm -hmm. Westchester area. So 
yeah, it's cool being the only studio. And then it's funny because everyone, there's always people that like come in and take one class or like somebody who wants to teach for me and they're like, I want to open a studio now. And I'm like, have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Those machines are expensive. How much do they cost? They range from like 10 to 12. Yeah. Each. Then you have to invest in a license agreement which is just to buy the machines. If you want to use the Legree Fitness machines, you have to buy a license fee, which is a lot of money. It's like a hundred grand. Holy shit. Yes. So girl, you're in this. Yeah, I'm definitely like heavily committed. Like it's like a house. Yeah. It's good. I still like wonder, like when I think about like numbers or money, I'm just like, oh man, why did I make this investment again? But then I go in and laugh with people and see the progression. And then I hit new, I make personal milestones. Like I gain two celebrities. Like I, if I thought I would open a studio and train a celeb five years ago, I wouldn't have thought that. So yeah. we'll hitting milestones. So exciting. Yes. I and- love that. And then to stay interested in teaching Legree, like I try to take advantage of, and also being a licensee, like we can take advantage of the workshops and trainings Sebastian Legree offers. So it sparks and it sparks an interest in me and like lights a fire that I'm probably losing because I'm burning out from teaching or I don't know, I'm getting caught up in like my head and comparison and comparing myself to other local studios. So I'm just like, shit, what do I do? And then I see, I don't know, like a micro workshop or a pre and postnatal workshop. So I'm like signed up and then I go in and then I'm like, I'm in love again. Like I'm I'm revving up my sex life with teaching degree fitness. (laughs) So it's true. I, I agree. And as a yoga teacher and Sally worked at fit social with me. Yeah. You did. And then I left again. You know, it's just how life works. But that's how teaching is too. When I take other people's yoga, class, yoga classes, I'm like, oh, I loved how she did that. I loved that sequence. And it just gives you that zest for life again. And then it also just makes you appreciate what goes into teaching. I don't think anyone really understands. Like, how long does it take you to pr- prepare for an actual class, like to go from, if you're, if you don't take Legree, you're not going to know what a reverse wheelbarrow is or catfish or anything like that, or mermaids, but it's, there's a lot of different names, your front, your front platform, your back platform, your carriage. It used to take me a long time, like writing out routines. Like when I first started, I would write them all out and then I would have the piece of paper by my computer And then I was so married to my routine that now I don't, I can't prepare because you just go in and it comes from the heart. I go in and it comes from what are my clients energy levels today? Mm. How are they feeling? Because some days like it'll be so strong. And then I know I could give like a heavy, hard class and even throw in some like cardio or like a new move. Like I, I can tell that they're, they're mentally there. And then other days I'm just like, 
do we are do we know we signed up for class today (laughs) (laughs) i and it's almost like a stand-up set like when i would prepare for stand-up like i would prepare and i think like you should always prepare especially for stand-up but then I'm sure like once you get so comfortable doing stand-up and being on stage, you're, you go in and you're like, I have to be so present and uh, there mm-hmm. to be like more authentic and original because yeah. that's when people will feel that energy and appreciate it. And I even think in classes, like I'm so there and original. I think that's why people walk away being like, damn, nobody does it like Sally. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's so true. It's authentic. It's authenticity. And any teacher, you can feel that from any class you go to, even if it's like an art class, like Pino's palette. If the teacher is not feeling it, you can feel it. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why am I even here? And as teachers ourselves, sometimes we're a little too critical, but like my girlfriend and I always talk about this. We never tell anyone when we go to like new yoga classes that we're yoga teachers because we don't ever want them to feel like any sort of pressure to put some kind of show on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you feel like sometimes when you say that they're just like, Oh, let me do whatever, kick their ass. I'm such a bitch. I do like when they give me a show. (laughs) So I love it. I'm like, yeah, I own a studio and I know Lucas, like he was a master trainer for La Grief at this. So I would be like, I love Lucas and he's my friend. So I'm here to judge. So <laughs> give me your best shot. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I did gymnastics. So performing and I'm used to judges and I think I can do a good job, but <laughs> never like, I'm never mean. There will be times like, like they get really excited because I, I don't go in being like, I'm being a bitch. Like I'll go in being like, yeah, I teach this. I'm so excited to be here. And then they'll look at me with either like the faces I'm making and, or if I'm in the moves first, like I noticed like I could hype up a teacher and she'll get her class like on it. And then, yeah, good. Then it gives me opportunities to like travel and guest teach, which I like doing. I'm doing that this weekend. Yeah, I saw that in West Palm Beach. Yes. That's amazing. I know. I'm excited for it. And that's the studio that I would go in. And because they were very like Palm Beach Gardens is so bougie. It's just like Westchester. Of course. Like my mom would be like, oh my God, I'm just so nervous. And like my mom's so anxious over. And I'm like, okay. They're just people too. And they're actually like most of the time really shitty. Yeah. So I'm just like, you got to break the ice. And like the best way to break the ice is in sweat. So if you just relate to somebody and then you just kick their ass, they like you like automatically, no matter what your background is, no matter what your political view is, it's almost like they respect you. Cause you're like, whoa, you did this to me. And it, it just brings people together that you wouldn't think could be together. It's so true. It's so true. I have made some of my best friends in life through working out, Mm -hmm. through yoga, through the mega, through hit classes at Gold's Gym. My girlfriend and I used to go to Corey's Warrior Fit at 8 a.m. every Saturday morning because like, why wouldn't you want to punish yourself? What were you talking about? Uh, Masochistic personalities? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I've said this before on the podcast, she's been on, she's a crystal healer. So we had her on for that, but we worked out together for six months and we didn't say a word to one another. Like she just always had this resting bitch face. And I was like, this fucking bitch, like who the fuck does she think she is? And then one day I just decided to be above that. And I was like, girl, your, your body is my goal. You look great. And she's thanks. I used to be really fat. I'm like me too. And we literally became best friends. Yeah. I love that. You never know. Like the closest person to you could just be from your class. Like they could be on your mat next to you or on your mega next to you. And like, all over the country. That's also the best part about Legree or even yoga and Pilates. Mm-hmm. Like you're meeting people with similar interests. So they're probably not that different than you. They took time out of their day to find the class, to put on their clothes, to drive there, to, I don't know, brush their teeth for it. Like they're excited. <laughs> and so they're on the same level, like no matter how much money they have. And the mom needs to understand that sometimes she gets so in her head, like that they're judge people judge her. And I'm like, I, know. I would have hated. That's <laughs> how we grew up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was worse, like in the seventies and eighties and nineties, like, because mm-hmm. now it's just, like more open, which I'm so thankful for. And even with stand up, that's how I met my boyfriend. And I'm like, was this the purpose of stand-up? Because stand-up took me so far away from the studio and away from teaching and away from fitness. I was so angry towards fitness and the fitness industry. But then I would have this outlet with stand-up and make jokes about it and drink and have fun and meet like different people like who were artists and like creative and interesting. And then some people were so fucking weird that I was like, I would never meet you if it wasn't for stand-up. But then- I met my boyfriend and now, oh, like we are so similar and we could laugh about anything. And that just, it helps like fighting. Yeah. I'm like fighting. I don't even know what that is. You guys don't fight? You and your boyfriend? No. Wow. I wish. I got mad at my boyfriend <laughs> last night because the girl was in the bar. So I'm crazy, but it's fine. We don't get into fights, but we like, and also it's weird. We were, we've been like, it's been like a year and we've just been like best friends. And like a month or so ago, we, we dated last year too. And then I like broke up with him for a little while. Cause he wasn't ready to like be serious. And I was like, well, I'm getting fucking old and these eggs are dying every fucking month. So get the fuck out of my house. Like literally like just get out. And he was like, what are you doing? I love you. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> you know, I'm like, if you don't want to be with me, get the fuck out because he was still whatever he I've talked about him on the podcast but he wasn't ready and I can't fault someone for not being on the same timeline as me but I think just being best friends like we've just learned to communicate with one another in a really like natural way and when we do he last weekend we, we juice every weekend together and he brought up some heavy shit while we were juicing it tends to be like the time we talk about everything which is like so annoying because of three hours face to face we can't leave like I'm chopping vegetables he's putting it in the Vitamix running it through a nut bag like it's like a process but I know people think we're fucking weirdos but I don't care we love each other but my whole point is like he when he brings something up that I don't agree with like his ex reaching out to him leave us alone leave us alone 
Just okay. send her a picture. Send her a nude. I know if Eric's dumbass ex wants to reach out to him ever again, I will message her a picture of my butt. And I don't care. <laughs> I love you. That's it. Like, <laughs> just my butt. It's, he's fine, actually. Yeah, oh, he's good. Fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Actually, great. we're doing great. <laughs> thriving <laughs> but yeah so like we'll communicate heavily and I'm like and I'll be like it's a hard no like it's you can't be friends like it's a hard fucking no and if yeah. that's what you want go do it but just know I'm not going to be here when you decide that's not what you want yeah. and he's, it's not what I want and I'm like okay good I'm just just glad that's clear. So that's like the extent of our fighting. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I, we definitely laugh it off, which is great. Laughter is truly the best medicine. And then it's, I also have to sweat it out. If I'm mad, I have to work out. And I have the Peloton and I've, like, if I'm mad, I'll do 10 minutes of arms. And I'm just like, and then I'm fine. If I just move my body and take 15 minutes, it's not that bad. Like you I, should I, do Peloton. I wish. I I know. Bro, oh, you should message them and do Legree Peloton. I've messaged them in the beginning of the pandemic. Like I reached out to their talent team, and they just they said they weren't looking for anybody yet. So I wonder. I want to put it on my vision board, but then I'm like, do I want to work for a company? Even though they seem like their own like entrepreneurs in a way, like they make a ton of money, but they're also like married to Peloton. They probably signed like a crazy contract too. I know. And it's, I'm not great with commitment like that. Like I like being my own boss and being my own teacher. And I don't even like having teachers really, because it's, it's even like more of a commitment when you have like a team and yeah. I like relying on myself because I, if I fuck up, it's on me. I can fix my mess ups and I can't fix somebody else's and I can't make people care more than me. Like only I will care about my business. Only I will care about my classes. And then I know myself when I need to take a break. Who's your favorite comedian? I love Andrew Schultz. Oh, I like him too. Yeah. I love Andrew Schultz. I love, um, Chris Stefano, I think they're funny. Yeah. I think they're so funny. And then like bigger comedians. I don't know. I think I really, Bilber's very funny. Yes. That's like just saying like sheeples the other day. And I was like, so funny. <laughs> I, I really like Bilber. Um, I really like John Mulaney. John Mulaney's funny. He's just his, his smart humor. Yes. Smart humor is good. And I know then I have the opposite side of the spectrum and I love like Burt Kreischer and like Tom Segura. Like I just, Very and Sebastian Manical, Maniscalzo. They just yeah. make me fucking pee my pants. Brian Regan is also very funny. Very yes. silly and goofy. And that's Eric's favorite comedian. Oh. Yeah, he loves Brian Regan. And also like Eric Fole is my favorite comedian. <laughs> he does TikTok. He's my boyfriend. 
Oh, let's let's promote him too. Where can we find him? You can find Eric John 93 on TikTok. Was he born in 93? Because now I'm gonna feel super fucking old. Yes, he was born in 93. I was born in 94. Jesus Christ, Sally, don't tell me these things. (laughs) I was almost 10. Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> Fuck, man. This is why I need Paige because she's. How old is she? How old are you? I'm 27. Oh, so you and Paige are like the same age. My Punchy. Oh. We miss you, Punch. <laughs> so I got Punch into Legree while you're looking up Eric's TikTok. I got Punch to come to Legree with me, and this shit is no joke. And now she's addicted to it and addicted to the climbing. And yeah, I want to try climbing the Versa climber. Oh, it's fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's like one of my friends, she owns a studio in Oakland and she has a Versa climber, but I never got to go out there and take a Versa climber class. Well, so. you can come visit, or I highly recommend just getting some for your studio. I know. Because you would be a badass teacher at that too. It's crazy. They're like long, long, long. And then you do short and then you like turn your arms around and then you go like really fast. And then then you're long, long, long. But you don't move your ass. You can't move your core. Like you're literally like holding position, but moving your arms and your legs. It's the hard, it's seriously one of the hardest things I've ever done. It's 30 minutes and I've never watched the clock. Like I've watched the clock in this class. Where do you feel it mostly? Everywhere. Really? hmm You oh. use every muscle. I'm going to have to try it. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Legree immediately after. Like, why? I don't. Masochist. Yeah, masochist. Are your arms tired after it, though? Is it hard to hold up planks and stuff? Oh, yeah. It's hard for me to hold a plank anyway, let's be honest. Um, not the best planker. You probably are now. Uh, I'm getting there. I have to push myself a little bit more and not take modifications as much. Modify if it's in your low back. Always modify if it's in your low back and not in your core. Because what's the point? You're like holding, you're going to push through a move like in pain, like back pain and wrist pain and neck pain. That's you're not worth it for that. See, it's my wrists. That's what my, I broke my wrist when I was younger. Okay. Yeah. I think I have carpal tunnel. So I, everyone will see me modify very soon. Oh yeah. I thought I was having a heart attack yesterday, but it's just, oh, thank God, Sally, Jesus Christ. When you're an anxious person and then you're like overthinking of, Oh my God, I have a pain from like my bicep down to my hands. My fingers are numb. I was like, this is it. I got to go to Northern Duchess and then I'm I, dying. Yeah. Then I go to Rite Aid to take my blood pressure and I'm like, Oh, 107 over like 72. I'm like, I'm not dying. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what a healthy one is. I'm just like, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just here for the ride. Yep. Heart disease runs in my family. So I'm like, I don't like my biggest fear is like freak things happening to me. And I'm like, why wouldn't they happen to me? And my therapist is like, Sally, you have no reason that these things would happen to you. 
Yeah. It's an irrational fear. I talk about that all the time. Yeah. Like it, it's like, why are we perseverating on things that clearly not going to happen? And if we do, you're putting it out into the universe. Yes. So I'm going to have to take my own advice. And as soon as I feel it in my wrist, I'm going to have to modify, which Mm -hmm. even for me, I'm going to be like, "Mm, I don't want to, but I got to practice what I preach. And if it's in my wrist, like it's not worth the pain or the worry and the stress. Or fucking it up long-term. Or fucking it up long-term. And yes, right? TikTok is Eric John 93. Yes. I'm going to go watch him. And Whoa. Eric, yeah, he's like famous on TikTok. What? I'm just learning so much. Girl, you got to, okay. You also need to get back into your fitness gigs here. Like your Teresa. Oh my, I just can't. I can't. Did you take it down? I can't find it. It should be on there. Oh, it it's on my TikTok and it's on it should be on my Instagram. Oh my God. It's so funny guys. So she's sweat with Sally sweat underscore with underscore Sally. And you can of course find her through my friends as well. And she, I motivational. Okay. So do you teach you're teaching zoom? So are people like doing, you're doing mega former moves with like gliders. Yeah. I, I do them with gliders bands and then like little light weights and then I don't fully just do the mega since I am like Pilates certified I do a bunch of like Pilates core work and then I add like cardio sculpts as part of the class class what are what's your pricing how can we find it because I'm gonna have to sign up if it's convenient timing with the time change I know thank you I'm gonna do I think two 9 30 a.m classes like this week I'm gonna try to do and this okay, week so I could probably do that yeah I'm gonna do donation base for the like month this month I'm gonna try it out and see how it goes yeah to build some clientele but I think it'll range from like 10 to 12 dollars okay sweet Thank let's see what time are you doing it this week I'm gonna try to do Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. And then I think Thursday at 9.30 a.m. What would be your advice to people who are trying out Legree for the first time? Because it is very intimidating. It is. My advice would be to take it again. Take class at least three times. And do not go by the first class. It is extremely overwhelming and you're going to be so sore, like by your rib cage, you're not going to understand what that rib pain feels like, but that's good. It means you did everything right. And if you're not sore, it means you most likely did everything wrong and that's okay. That's why you're going to have to take it three times. And that's my biggest piece of advice for it. And to not walk away feeling defeated like it's a very hard thing to do but the machine is meant to challenge you it's it's meant to make you feel like okay this is a workout like just buckle up bitches like it's it's a lot more than just like a cute pilates workout you know (laughs) 
I'm here for the Pilates. <laughs> it's actually so intense, but it's so rewarding. And once you go in with that mindset of, I'm just going to trust this process and I'm going to enjoy it. You're going to fall in love with the results because it's literally plastic surgery as a workout, like just waist and a butt and my butt is good. Okay. So here's my only gripe. Okay. Like I'm still a little sick with three C's. My butt is getting huge. I'm like, this uh, has to, I have to stop. I have to, no. I have to stop. I have to, I have to do more cardio. So it like keeps that shape, but it's not as big. <laughs> now let it be that big as you want. It means like your babies will be so healthy. I hope so. He, Don Juan really likes my butt. The other day he was like, you just don't lose this. And like grabs it. And I'm like, oh my God. You're like, yeah, I I won't. (laughs) (laughs) My babies will be healthy. Oh my God. I hope so. Yes, they will be. I agree with you though. Don't give up. Just keep going. And don't let the teacher intimidate you. Sally is a badass and she's going to push you. But like also, like she said, if you can't do something, just modify. Yeah. And try out different teachers. It's like dating. Like the first teacher might not be for you. So it's, you might like another teacher. Yeah. So I, I guess that's pretty much it. And then I really like what you were talking about with body positivity. And that's what made you go down this road. I think it's really important for everyone to think about themselves in this, in this light. Like it's don't let the image of yourself prevent you from going to a workout class Mm -hmm. because everyone at one point or another started there. Yeah. And you have to accept what you have and love what you have and see how you can make the most of it. Like, how can you celebrate it more? How can you make it stronger? How can you respect it more? And then you'll see change and you'll love the change. Cause like Mm -hmm. you start out with hate, you're still going to hate what you at the end. You start out with love. I do this because I love my body. Thank you so much for moving today. Oh, that's like Tara from last week. And she said, I get to work out. I appreciate my body. I'm grateful I woke up this morning. Yeah. And I think that that's a huge thing that we tell ourselves. Like it's not punishment. No, it's not at all. And, you know, it, when you even compare to these models on Instagram, like (sighs) comparison just, is a road to unhappiness. Like they, they're not, you'll never be them and they'll never be you. So it's, you have to accept what you have and mm-hmm. just how that's always what I say. And that was like, my dear body challenge was basically connecting like mental health and physical health. Like how can you look at your body and say like, how can I make the most of like this? Cause this is the only one I'm going to get like, mm-hmm. I could pay for all the enhancements, but it's still my body. So. Ugh, I'm, I'm like, and don't do that. Don't do that. Mayday. Yeah. <laughs> what was your body challenge? What was it? Dear body. Dear it was body. Like, always like writing little notes to yourself and doing check-ins like dear mm-hmm. body, we need this today. Or like, 
dear body, I'm so proud of you. Dear body, I'm tired. <laughs> like we need to recover. Oh, it's like me. My body is like, hey, bitch, why don't you yeah. stop for a day? Yeah. I'm like, what? I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think it's like really important to just check in mentally for it. I love that. Thanks for coming on. So every, every episode we do a card poll with witchy cards, like tarot cards. Okay. Uh, What does the collective, excuse me, need to hear? And for the most part, it's always spot on. I don't understand why, but it's always weird. So we're going to shuffle these and we're going to say, what is it that everyone needs to know? We just came out of a crazy planet conjunction and eclipse and this and that and retrograde. And so like the energy has been fucked for the last three weeks. (laughs) So it finally ended on Friday with the eclipse. So Let's see. I'm using Kim Cran's tarot, The Wild Unknown. And Sally, pick left, middle, or... And we're going to flip a card. And we're going to see what it is today. Ooh, it's the Father of Cups. These cards are really cool. They're like yeah. uh, charcoal drawings. So let's see what the Father of Cups has to say. What the advice is. Diplomatic, open-minded. The Father of Cups has a truly unique and dynamic personality. He's the most feminine of all the fathers within the tarot and usually a patron of the arts. He's a dignified man who supports his family and community. The only thing holding this man back is his deeply rooted insecurities. They are vast and affect his personality in many unpredictable ways. I kind of see this as what we were talking about with body positivity. And I think the only thing that's holding us back is our insecurities and the way we perceive ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is just that, a perception. It's the lens you're looking through. And yeah, I could say that it's like my insecurities even affects my relationship. Like not even just like work, just I know how they affect me. And it's really dumb. (laughs) Isn't it though? Yeah, I agree. And Tyler says that to me all the time. He's if anything's going to ruin us. It's going to be your insecurities. And I'm like, yeah, I've worked so much. I've worked so hard on them for work wise and for fitness wise that I feel like I'm, I, I have to do more work towards my personal relationship and my insecurities from that. Mm-hmm. That's my See, I, I like love that you said that though. And like admit that because There's so many people that look at you and they're probably so inspired and they're like, this girl has it all together and she's this and she's that. And it's like the same when people are like, oh, you inspire me. I'm like, what? Why? I Like, I don't, like, it's the story we tell ourselves and we can sit here and preach and say to our students, you have to be okay where you are and start where you are and begin again and love yourself. And, but if we're not, telling ourselves the same story we're not passing on that energy yeah and to look at yourselves and see where you can improve see what parts are lacking and yeah you did kill it on that one but now take time to focus on 
the recovery time in your life or take time to focus on healing from a past trauma that caused an insecurity that because it's so deeply rooted yeah so I know like I probably needed to hear that girl you're gonna have so much fun in Florida and thank you so much for coming on do you want to tell our listeners anything else thank you for having me listeners you guys I hope you enjoy this episode and I look forward to being on again and let Allison know if there's anything else you would like to hear from me like maybe you want to hear about my insecurity journey <laughs> like, yes so. or your comedic journey guys you just have to go check her out sweat with sally sweat underscore with sally underscore before sally lots of underscores it's like tara she's like i'm moon child i'm like tara you're moon dot child dot yoga like people <laughs> <laughs> she's like am i i don't know <laughs> yeah. I don't even try to spell my last name so there's that <laughs> I know when I was sending you the zoom link I'm like how many r's how many g's I'm like I'm just gonna log on Instagram in my safari like <laughs> wait did it not make it to you did I fuck it up no I don't know I didn't check my email so oh okay good <laughs> okay. Okay. but yes thank you so much for coming on and I really appreciate it and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you like you said, have any questions for Sally, reach out. You can reach out to me or punch and we'll get you uh, connected. And hopefully I'm going to start, I'm going to do some of your zoom class. Yes. Come join. I might fucking die. It'll be great. Okay. I'm going to do it. Thanks so much, Sally. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.